Grandmaster should be watchable. What does that even mean? Yeah, that's what I don't. I don't know. I was like looking at that. So maybe it's like so difficult that it should be like it's like watching uh, somebody struggle with like a Dark Souls game or Bloodborne, maybe. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I really I saw that and I was just kind of like, eh. but looking at the uh, little ticks here, uh, it sounds like this is. So this is is just for completion. Really yeah, and that's how the old, uh, that's how Destiny One Nightfalls were. Yeah, they had the uh, the gold rank system as well, mm-hmm. like the like the one they have now for the yeah. champions. Well, no, there was no ranks. There was just literally Nightfall and D one. No, there was rank, but in the in the Nightfall oh. itself, you would rank uh, for like the kills you've done, the scores, and that. No, nope. right? that. W- uh, Pretty that sure. was added. Yeah, you get three stars. That was at well, and then stars. that was added in the April update. I came to it after everything, <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's that's how they kind of got the new store idea. But we'll go into like some of the content stuff. Greetings, Guardians, and welcome to the Voices of the Vanguard. Today, I have with me Sully from Sully Games. Say hello, Sully. Hello, Guardians. And today we are gonna go over Twab. Uh, I'll tell you what we've been up to in the world of Destiny. Um, we have a couple of discussion points. Uh, Sully, what, what are they? Uh, well, we'll be discussing the uh, little cutscene we received with the new bunker. And is Destiny 2 lacking content or are people just getting burned out? And then we'll discuss if Bungie continues... Going forward with the season pass on how they can approve it. Okay. Improve on it. So, do you want to start and tell everyone what you've been up to? Uh, just been doing a lot of raids. Like normal. Hey, we, uh, we got a lot of progress on my Rat King. Uh, yeah, we did with that little catalyst. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was kind of nice. Went from like 20% to like 90%. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were running. Five of us with it, I believe. I think it was like five or four. One of the other guys that we ran it with, he also needed the, the catalyst, and he got like sixty percent with it, or seventy yeah, percent, something like that. It was insane. Yeah. I told you that a raid, like just doing all Rat King in a raid, would like boost it. Yeah, that was really nice yeah. for you guys to kind of grind out that catalyst because that catalyst is kind of pain. In the you ass. just need other people to do it, and not a lot of people are going to run Rat King, right? So. I feel like that was kind of like just a dumb move their part to make that like yeah, evolving other yeah. people to use. It's, so. it's the point of the gun though. The whole point of the gun is to run it with other people. Yeah, it is, but I don't know. I just felt that was kind of weird. But oh well. I mean, we got some progress with you. We'll probably get that done maybe this weekend or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but other than that, I don't think I've been up to anything. We uh, we unlocked the. The IO bunker, uh, went through that. Yeah, we did. Um, did that another divinity run, which I have done so many divinity runs, man. It's, I think I have 43, 42 or 43 garden completions. I bet you at least a quarter of those are divinity run. Let me look it up on Raid Report. But yeah, I haven't been doing a whole lot. Just been doing my weekly, uh, stuff for this week. Um, just getting bright dust. That's kind of like my my thing is like when there's not a lot, lot whole like not a whole lot going on. 
I just do my weeklies and then I piece out. I'm like, that's good enough for me. Um, sorry, I'm going to try and look up your comments. <laughs> it's 40, 42 or 43. I just don't know how many uh, guard or divinity runs I have. I don't think it, it won't tell you how many divinity, but I'll. <clears throat> yeah, so you have 42 just, clears. And you've done 20 Sherpas. So, like 10 Divinity Runs, maybe. See, I feel like the Sherpa... Like, how do they classify a Sherpa? Uh, so a Sherpa is the first time... You, or you've done a raid with someone that's done it the first time. So, so if it's your first time doing Garden, and it's your first time doing Garden, I think that counts 6, because I don't know. So you can minus 6 from that if you want. But going from there, it's like if you if you're doing a, a raid you've already done with someone that hasn't done it yet, that counts as a Sherpa. Okay. So I know there's been a few times where I've done a divinity <coughs> run with somebody I've already done a raid. Oh, to- totally. Like, already... already, like you've so... done that with me. Like... But I don't know. I feel like it's probably at least a quarter. My raid clears because I've done a lot of like I did, I think, three divinity runs. Just well, a quarter of your raid clears is like ten point four, something like that. Yeah. So, so yeah, I probably done. I did three of them, probably just this. So, season. like half of your Sherpas. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Not really. But... <laughs> it's fun when it's you have people always... that actually know what they're doing. Yeah, it's either like with Divinity, it goes really smooth. Or for some reason, we really struggle struggle at the boss, and it's just just want want to get this done so this person can have divinity, and then they don't have to worry about it yeah. unless they do another raid. And I'm like, oh hey guys, we're doing a divinity for somebody else. Yeah, I I struggle with doing sherpas for more than more than two people. It's gonna it would be rough to do a sherpa. Um, yeah, it, it really is. Like, I want to have at least, like, four people that are know what they're doing when I do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of like, we had that issue, I think it was Monday night, because it was the night that you hopped in. We had two brand new people, <laughs> and, like, honestly, we did fairly, like, I don't even remember. I think that rate took almost, like, four out. Yeah. But we actually did really well at the boss, and I was really surprised about that. Yeah, it only took it I only took a... us two tries. Yeah, well, well, when when I that, when I was it, in there, yeah, because my KD but, was eighty nine, so I only died once. Um, that was the wipe. But yeah. but on the third phase, <laughs> like I don't know how many I had to change things up so much because, like, the two new people. Just they couldn't platform. They they kept jumping off the map when they were following the boss, and it was like that was like so frustrating. You said they were warlocks like, too, right? Yeah, yeah, they were warlocks, and it was like so frustrating because they were getting the mechanics down. Mm-hmm. Like they were make like once like they kind of like because both of them did it for the very first time. That was their first raid for guard, and like after a few times doing eyes, like, they got it down, so they're getting the curl outs right, they're finally hitting, you know, <coughs> what crit spot to hit, but it was just, like, 
so frustrating because like you can't really do anything because they just keep dying because of platforming and then they weren't they didn't have necessarily the right equipment to then do moats which i guess a lot of people think moats is harder than eyes i i don't i typically always do moats but like yeah i eventually had to swap over and do eyes and move one of them over to moats and even still like it got to a point i think we finished them all we had two people down when we finished them all but we were doing excellent dps but we just couldn't get to a second phase because we had so many people dead and our timer would run out i'm just like so i, I thought for sure we were going to struggle at the boss but that group actually did really well at the boss it just got to a point where the one person had to log off and luckily you were still on and we were able to get jar jar his defense mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I've just been doing raids, divinity runs, um, and we, uh, and we, and we one phase the consecrated mind or whatever. Third yeah, we phase. did. First time ever. Yeah, it was. It was really Middle funny because like I like I ran out of um, um, xenophage ammo at the end there, and I was like, well, I'm just gonna swap over to my mountaintop and see if this finishes them off, and if it was like the landing blow. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I ran out of Xenophage or not, and I just started shooting him with something else. Cause, yeah, I think I did. I think I started shooting him with that's because I had my typical PVE loadout right now. Uh, I think I had Tranquility, and then I had Recluse, and then Xenophage, mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure I was finishing him off with Tranquility. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's cool. Mhm. Mm uh, what else? I think that's about it. I've got Final Fantasy VII Remake, so I'm going to be playing yeah, mostly that now. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame either. I like that game quite a bit. I always was a fan of... I think it was... Nine? Nine's really good. I haven't finished it, I but uh, I really like what I played of Nine. Or maybe maybe it was it Ten. Ten is it the one was... with the Titus. Or Titus, whatever you want to say. Let's ball. Remember the, I, I don't remember the main character. I just remember the side character. Uh, v. Oh, I think that actually oh, might be there. 13. No, it's not 13. Are you sure? Oh, no, 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 yeah. Vivi. Yeah, you're right, 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 right. That is 9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Black Mage. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Everyone likes him. That was or it. That was probably my favorite, favorite one that I played. That was the one I probably played the most. What was the girl's so. name in... Uh... Final Fantasy 13. Oh, it's going to drive me nuts. Welcome to your weekly Final Fantasy podcast. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, we're just going to make this yeah. an MMO and just go into uh, Final Fantasy 14. Um, <laughs> anyways, I don't remember. Yeah, I think could... it's like Vanille or something. Yeah, Maybe I think it's an option, I guess, in the future. Anyways, let's talk about uh, our next topic that we have here. Yes, the cutscene. So the cutscene. Uh, do you want to go first? Uh, I mean, I can. Um, I was actually really happy that we got a cutscene, and it wasn't just a normal daily bunker clear thing. Because that's why I totally thought we were gonna go in there. I was just not have to clear this bunker. Then next thing I know, there's 
Zavala there talking to Rasput. Um, I, I thought it was a, a cool little cutscene. Um, it was kind of cool to finally kind of get some like story content slash lore. Um, it was kind of cool to see uh, a little bit of talk between, and it's very brief of the collapse of the Golden Age. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was really cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, you get to see the map see that, uh, like, basically the back and forth is Zavala understanding what Rasputin has gone through in the Golden Age. Yeah. Um, and how he's seen the darkness come. And we don't know if that map that they showed was um, current day current or, or if it's or old. past yeah. or future. Yeah. Or whatnot. So, which is kind of really cool that they're, like... And let me just say real quick, for people that don't know what the map is, it's um, basically our solar system, but the pyramid ships, the Dorito ships, are surrounding it from all edges, so... We're gonna have to fight off a lot of uh, darkness in the future. So, I thought that was kind of really cool that they finally... We're kind of getting... And hopefully, I mean, later on, we maybe get, like, some story missions, because we really still don't know what's coming out for the rest of this season, other than, you know, Grandmaster Nightfall and, like, uh, Guardian Games. Um, but, like, maybe we get a few story missions to kind of, like, finish out this, uh, the Almighty. So, it's kind of cool that we're kind of getting some closure on, because we really haven't heard anything uh, about the, uh, after, the Almighty after the Red War campaign, because obviously, like, the Almighty is just still chilling up there so kind of cool that they're kind of like closing out the almighty but we're still getting some more details with the darkness and the dorito ships that they're not just completely forgetting about them just because bungie does so well about bringing a new story and not continuing not it giving and just any adding... yeah and they just continue to add more and more stuff but like it's get to a point to where there's just so much stuff that they need to talk about. Like, guys can't really afford to. Like, you guys have to start finishing some loose ends before we continue to add more story content. For all my wrestling peeps out there, they like to do dusty finishes. And we all know how bad dusty finishes are. Um, <laughs> sorry, we do a lot more wrestling content on the on the website. So, it's been on my mind. I know, it's like you got a halo behind you. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but what was I going to just... Shit. No, but okay, so my what I was thinking um, was that the story missions, I, th- I think they actually are counting those first-time Bunker Clear as story missions. So Probably. I think we'll probably only get like one more story mission, and that's probably in the end if we do end up blowing up the Almighty. Um with Rasputin, like, either he'll make a weapon or something, and we go there and set a bomb off or something. <clears throat> yeah, I'm interested to see if they, like, somehow Rasputin, like, redirect where the Almighty's go. Hurl it into a Dorito ship? Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> but then there's, like, still, like, 10,000 Dorito ships. Mm-hmm. I wonder what type of Dorito... What flavor well, they they're black, so I assume it's um, sweet chili heat. It's a good flavor. It's my favorite flavor of Dorito, for sure. Good. 
Good choice. Um, all right. So next up we have is Destiny Two lacking content, or are people getting Britain? dude? I think it's just Destiny Two lacking content. I don't know where you came up with this question. Well, <clears throat> for me, it's kind of like the two questions are in the, um, because I feel like a lot of people are getting burnout, and definitely there is lack of, I guess, reason to do, and I feel like this kind of goes into the next question on how to get into this, because Destiny 2 itself actually has a lot of content compared to D1. It does, for um, like new people, though. There's not a whole lot for people that have been with the game since launch. So, But it's the same thing, and to, like... If you would go back into Destiny 1, Year 3, and look at it from there as a, an experienced veteran player, there's still more content in Destiny 2 compared to in D1. Because you still have... I actually have some notes. Oh shit, he's got notes. Yes. Because I think a lot of people really forget... About how dry content was. <clears throat> Alright, so Destiny 1 had 31 Crucible maps. Destiny 2 has 31 Crucible maps. Destiny 1, which I will say has less raids, but I do feel like the raids are better. Destiny 1 had Fall to Glass, Crota's End, King's Fall, and Wrath of the Machine. So it had four raids. And then if you want to count. Prison of Elders, which is an in-game activity, which actually is hella fun. Underrated, in my opinion. Um, Destiny 2 has Leviathan. It has Eater. It has Spire. Um, it has Last Wish. It has Scourge. It has Crown. And now it has Garden of Salvation. So it has seven raids. Sorry. It's got seven, seven raids? Activities. Yep. Well, I thought it, it only had one. Technically... Guardian, I'm just making a bad joke. Well, but I mean that same thing until Destiny One. Destiny One, whenever the newest raid came out, that was the only raid that really mattered, other than farming exotics in Year One. Um, because once TTK came out, like that's where the pinnacles were, just like Guardian. And then same thing with Wrath of Machine until the I think it was the June update. After Rise of Iron. Uh, it came out. It was March 22nd. Was the. Uh, oh. Yeah it was March 22nd. Is when we got the weekly raid rotation. So that was March 22nd. In year 3 of Destiny. <clears throat> Back to my notes. Um. Then it had 16 strikes. Destiny 2 has 17 strikes. So, both have Trials of Osiris that currently run on the weekends. Both have Iron Banner. Both had live events. I feel like we have about the same live events. Maybe one or two more yearly compared to D1. Now, D2 has Gambit. It has Reckoning. It has Menagerie. And it has Comp. 
So it still has four pretty significant game modes compared to D1. Um, and I'll kind of get into like more of a topic on what I would want it. And I've spoken very clearly on how much I hate the seasonal pass mode, but I feel like looking at it, I think there's never going to be a right answer in terms of content uh, for us players. But in this state of pay, right now that we're at, probably the seasonal pass could be the best route to go. Um, it's just Bungie needs to focus more on what we have now and give us reason. Because there's definitely content in the game. <coughs> but what they need to do is make things challenging and rewarding. Mm -hmm. Is which I think they struggle. So instead of adding more stuff except for expansions, it should be the only time where they add. Now, back to the Destiny 2 lacking content or getting burnt out. I'm seeing a lot of people, and the reason I brought this up is just a lot of seeing a lot of people. I follow a lot of people on Twitter that are Destiny peeps, and they're just talking about, you know, they're just bored, you know, when they fire up Destiny. Granted, that could come to the point of lacking content, but when you see these people, and you know, most of them have thousand hours of gameplay, like, you're going to get burnt out with any type. Like, depending on... I mean, even if you have a game that's putting out masses of amount of content, and I'll give a game, for example, Fortnite. Fortnite put out probably some of the most content we've ever seen in a year span. And even you saw content creators, and people were just getting burnt out with it. But yet, that was basically the only thing they played. Um... And obviously, I'm going to assume you're taking the side of just the lack of content. You're not getting... I mean, obviously, you still hop on, but... You would say lack of content over burnout? Uh, yeah, I'm just saying lack of content that matters. It feels like there's a lot of stuff to do, but none of it matters. Uh, that's that's why... That's, that's like when... Sorry, season. let me just continue. Um, but... I feel like this season, like, I'm just logging on to complete, like I say, I'm just completing my Bright Dust for the weeks and then I'm hopping off. There's really nothing else for me to do. I can level up the, the IO bunker, like, force myself to go through that, but I'm eventually going to level that thing up to max anyways, to, like, yeah. considering how much I play the game. Trials, there's no reason for me to play Trials because I can never get to three wins. I mean, I never touched, I never touched um, Trials. I could work on... I could work on um, my pinnacles or some something else or do like heroic menageries, but I don't feel compelled to do those because I don't really want anything out of that. Eight. So I don't know. I feel like there's just a lack of uh, something that matters. Maybe the grandmasters will get us together to do like run those every week. Maybe, but <clears throat> but what I what I try to bring this question into the topic the discussion is I feel like people really forget the lack of content we saw in Destiny. Um, I mean, after the TTK released, which released in, I believe, 2007? No, it would have been... It was a year after Destiny. In 2016. 
we didn't see any new content after that until April of 2007. And then we got Rise of Iron, which is people that haven't played Destiny is about the same size and similar as in Two Guard. Um, and then after that, we didn't receive anything until March. So, obviously, like, in terms of trying to bring in fresh content, because they've already kind of talked that, obviously, like, it's just not possible to put out DLCs after expansions and release. Like, we've only seen it happen twice, and that was the year after the primary release of Destiny 1 and Destiny 2. The most content we've ever received in a full year was after Forsaken, when we got uh, Season of the Forge, Season of the Drifter, and Caesar Opulence. And I don't think we'll ever see that type of content again. Like... Never. I mean, they talked about on how much stress that was on their team, and they had two more studios yeah. helping with that. Um, so that's where I come into... I feel like Destiny 2, and as you said, it lacks reason to play some of this content. And I feel like that's where they need to focus the season path. Stop with adding a menagerie type event give us and they're kind of already making a route going towards that with how they're gonna gatekeep weapons now what you could do now is you make some of these old raids relevant because all of year one raids in destiny 2 those weapons don't have random rolls i mean give us a reason to go back and play leviathan Either the world are Spire of the Stars, which, God, I hate, but if all those weapons had random rules, I mean, that's just something to do for in-game people. Like, I understand it may not necessarily be what, what, but I feel like as an alternative, it's probably the best route for Bungie to give us is to somehow have the content that they have already in the game and instead of adding more find ways to make it relevant and make it better Yeah. so if that means one season it's a focus on Gambit I think the smartest move would be two things you would find a way to make just it relevant balance it out and also be smart just get rid of Gambit and Gambit Prime that's going to help with, one, matchmaking, because now instead of having two separate <clears throat> modes, you just have one gambit. And two, that's going to help them with coding, because obviously we know they're having a major issues with doing quality control yeah, with this totally. game. So, They've talked about in the past how say, they want to get rid of uh, Gambit, keep Gambit Prime, and make that the only Gambit play mode, so... Which is fine. I think that that's another thing is where they need to go and look. Okay, we know we don't have this. We're, ha- we're struggling with quality control. So one, let's find ways to improve something and remove something. Nightfalls. 
there is realistically no reason to have five. Is there five or six nightfall? Uh, power levels. Um. So I think it's nine twenty. Is there a seven fifty? I was yeah. There's a seven fifty nine twenty nine eighty one thousand one thousand three, and then the next one's gonna be a thousand sixty, right? Okay, so remove the seven fifty and the nine twenty or whatever the second one. Just remove them. That eliminates matchmaking. So you don't want don't you want no matchmaking for those then? No. Well, not because I feel like that separates. Your Vanguard strikes of people just doing normal Vanguard strikes. And not equipping and not equipping mods. Well No, I mean I know I mean like okay, so like I load into I load into like a nine twenty nightfall sometimes. Just because yeah, you're talking about the seasonal mods. Right. I don't wear and sometimes I don't wear the mods, I'm just too lazy. And then when I'm going through it and no one else has the mod on, I'm like, Alright, I'll put the mod on, fine. Um, that too you could do that but like at the same time there's just no point of having it's basically two matchmaking strike playlists like there just really isn't you know a need for mm-hmm. it other than that you have why have a 750 nightfall like I, I understand like you can potentially get prisms from it and shards but why not just make that a rare drop also and just the vanguard strikes well what they need to really do and this is like to your point um just i'm just adding on to it is make the nightfall again higher tier content not 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 beginners because 750 is for beginners that's where you come in at yeah so it needs to not be a beginner piece of content that you play Exactly. So, once again, you're now eliminating matchmaking into two separate playlists for strikes, and you're putting it in together. So, one that could help with network issue. Two, that's going to also help with quality control, because now you're not coding for two separate things. You're now combining it into one. Um, I say completely get rid of the artifact. You can keep the mods, but just make them permanent weapon For mods. any gun. Correct. So now there isn't necessarily... Okay. And allow exotics to have it have, equipped. Yeah, and if you want to have... Just make exotics have different ones. Maybe not to where we can add it. I mean, I would prefer to be like, okay, I want to run... I'm going to say hard light, which, but hard light will have, say, overload on. Oof. You know, it will all be predetermined, you know, if you don't want to go as far as just having a mod slot in exotics, but just one of two. I mean, I would prefer to be able to choose what is in there, but if it just is already predetermined, that's fine as well. Um. But, and then also with the artifact, you're not constantly adding and removing stuff. Uh, And I feel like with the artifact, it's going to make things more challenging. Uh, 
So, and I think it also will make Pinnacle Grind for more hardcore players feel a more reason to go and do whatever Pinnacle activity there is. Um, because it's not like, you see a high level person, obviously, like, there's one of two things. <coughs> like, either that person has just played a ton of Bounty Simulator, or they've actually done endgame with grinding outbound. Like, just completely remove the artifact, don't give a plus, make people either do endgame if they want to reach their max, like, like, in general. Like, just feel like removing the artifact will be a big help moving forward in the Destiny world, and that's just my opinion, I guess, and hopefully something we see. Um, focus, as I said, there's a lot of just content you have. We've already discussed Strikes, Gambit, they can do something with Reckoning. Like, Reckoning's a lot of fun. They can bring that into up, they can add some more content. Um, in the seasons, you have two dungeons that we have that they could put into a rotation. Yeah, man. Uh, you have, as I said, seven raids that they can put into rotation. So I feel like with these seasons, it shouldn't be about necessarily adding content. Mm -hmm. It should be about quality control of that location. Like tinkering it and, to make it better. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because honestly, if you really look at the people complaining, it a lot of times it really isn't about the content. Yeah, it's, it's about the quality of the game. Yeah. And I feel like they need to sit down and be like, okay, we need to focus on making just Destiny 2 run to the peak performance that we want it to. And then they can focus on the expansions can be kind of here's your new in-game content next season, you know, and then the seasons will be kind of <clears throat> giving us a reason to then revisit some old locations. Mm -hmm. Um, But obviously, like, when you do that, you kind of... Right now, I think, would be an easy way because you could go with all the year one raids and all those weapons have random rolls. Um, and I feel like that would be an easy route for people. <coughs> like, okay... How often do people run Levite? You know, when was the last time some people run Levite? <coughs> Doesn't happen too often. It gives a lot of the community to go, go back and run Leviathan, run Eater, run Spire, because guess what? Like, obviously, no, there isn't necessarily new loot, but some of these weapons will have random rolls. And after this next expansion, obviously, they're going to probably Timegate weapons so probably a lot of the year one raid weapons that you might already have you can't bring up the power on top of that will have rolls mm -hmm. um, but that's something i would like to see with them going forward with seasons because like obviously looking at the past like they don't really add content too often so we're still receiving more content right now than we did in year three 
and destiny. It may not seem like it, but in general, it's a lot more content mm-hmm. than what we received. Because, I mean, it was stale after Rise of Iron. Like, the only thing that literally kept me playing was I really enjoyed playing Crucible with Jake. That was basically <laughs> it. And that I enjoy, like, enjoy the game. Now, I think right now in this point, I really enjoy just doing a lot of Raid Sherpa. Mm-hmm. But I think the focus for Bungie, and I really hope that we do this, is instead of Season Pass, of adding more content. And also, like, you have a lot of NPCs that where they could do little lore quest lines for. Yeah, this... Like, that's reasoning to go and do Gambit, and you have, like, the drift. Yeah, there's a lot of NPCs that are yep. doing nothing. Yeah, like, so instead of constantly adding more NPCs other than they should add a Hunter Vanguard. It's good um, older in there. Yeah, uh, would be the focus on some of these NPCs. Like, the whole Zavala thing was really cool. Like, they could do that stuff with those seasons. Like, don't make it major. But I just, I think what their seasons, it needs to be seasons of quality control. Fixing the game, make the game run better. And I feel like people will be happier with that than just doing <laughs> bounty grinds for bunkers or mm-hmm. bounty grinds for frack. Yep, I, I agree. Everything you said, I agree with. Um, yeah, seasons. Just... It's going to be very interesting to see what they do this uh, this next uh, content drop that they do. Yeah, as I said, I'm from and like the year. I'm not a fan of the season, but I realistically thinking like looking back at the path and seeing like this is probably the best route for us as player, like. Because obviously, I mean, we have plenty of content in the game. But as you said, like, give us reasons to go back and, like, relive those experiences in game. Mm-hmm. And we probably add, because how many weapons do you think we've received this season? Uh, you mean new weapons? Yeah. I don't know, like, six... So, I mean, you're telling me you couldn't add four new weapons into, say, like, whatever they would name it. It would make it, like, Gambit Drops. Or you would add them into the record pool. Or maybe you add a new exotic added into the ring. Yeah, you you like that. Like when you say you do not add a new exotic into the raid, I think that'd be really sweet. Um... And then you're also then not. I'm gating people that didn't play this. Like, um, I know, I know you're, I know you're against the, uh, uh, like raid uh, quest steps, but if they did something like Acrius, where you had to replay the raid over and over again for materials or for some reason to do that, I think that'd be really cool. The only, if you like, the only kind of like I... how they did the, um, what was it now, the uh, outbreak. Outbreak, yeah. Yeah. Something like that would be pretty cool. Um, as long as it wasn't, I, and I, once again, I'm very against 
exotic quest lines because I feel like they make exotics too easy. They don't feel exotic yeah. anymore because like everybody just they're so yeah, easy, it's to, easy get. to get. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> if they would do that and they would tie it into like the war of that season. I would be okay with that, and then that would also mean, like, it wasn't tied, say, like, the new Legend of Acris or whatever, that new exotic weapon was tied to Leviathan, but it wasn't time-gated for that season, like, so if the next season started, and the person showing up was still able to get that, I think would be smart, because, like, now you're, you're trying to involve storytelling into your NPCs that you already have. So I feel like don't you need to find a way to eliminate the fear of missing out for people. So as long as they have say they bought the next season, I think that should carry season exotics. So that people just don't have this fear of, you know, missing out like, oh how'd you get that exotic? Well I had so and so season. Well, well those now that those exotics still carry over. So, like, Leviathan's Breath, if you didn't get it last season, you can get it this season, no problem. Okay. Well, see, I thought there was an issue. No. I thought it wasn't... I think maybe it was Ariana's Vow. Like, if you didn't... Like, you can still claim that, I think, through, a, like, a weird backdoor system. But... Okay. It, and then they're going to add that. It's like the season cool. pass. Yeah. yeah, the season pass exotics are the ones that yeah. you miss out on if you don't buy it. Oh, okay. All right. And then, yeah, I have no... I mean, as long as there's, I guess, lore tied to it then I would be fine with that in terms of a quest line being tied to uh, the raids for like the seasons or like whatever event like the exotic being tied to Gambit or Reckoning or Crucible uh, for the seasons <clears throat> like I said I'm not a fan of the seasons I would much rather see DLCs like Curse of Osiris, uh, Warmind, you know, Dark Below and House of Wolves. But like looking back at it, like I, I just don't think it's going to be possible. And also looking at Destiny 2 and seeing what we have in front of us. There's definitely a lot of content. It just Bungie should focus more on going back and be like, okay leviathan or these old raids are going to be a big focus or wrecking gambit you know and while we're doing this okay we're eliminating stuff so then it helps them in terms of developing because now there's less quality hopefully less quality control issues they're not constantly adding more and more stuff to then break their game because obviously that is an issue this has to be a focus of the team be like okay we are having an issue with quality of control we're having an issue with networking how can we fix this while we're improving the gameplay for it should be the focus for their seat in my opinion but <clears throat> okay um uh, i think that was a pretty good discussion or you just ranting pretty much uh <laughs> yeah pretty much me ranting um, but I thought that was really, that was really good. Um, yeah, so that, that includes both of our topics of the Destiny 2 lacking content or people getting burnt out and 
Bungie Which through kind the season pass. And it kind of answers <clears throat> a few questions from our community. Well, and then we'll go. It kind of does, but for one of them. Uh, we'll, we'll get around Anyways. to it. Uh, so let's talk about the TWAB this week. TWAB. So this week at Bungie, the final bunker opened. Third and final <laughs> Seraph bunker has opened on IO. New bunker points players to partake in the Seraph Tower event in the legendary Lost Sectors on the Yovian Moon. Uh, Guardians also made a new discovery in the bunker about Rasputin's efforts to track our enemies. We're one month into the season of the Worthy and we're not done yet. Grandmaster Ordeal is only a few weeks away. But before we share more on that, let's talk about the new charity initiative. Uh, so, making a difference. Uh, as the world responds to the outbreak of COVID-19, many of us have been urged by our local governments to stay home. Containing the spread of the virus is one of the best things we can do to protect our fellow humans. If you're a gamer and you've been training for this moment your whole life, uh, if you possess the heart of a guardian... However, you might be wrestling with the urge to do more. This is the question we've been asking ourselves at Bungie. Is there something more we can do to help the real world heroes who are confronting this crisis head on? Uh, we've, at, we've arrived at an answer and we think this is very exciting. <clears throat> we'd like to share it with you and even welcome you to join us in helping to make the world a better place. On Monday, you're invited to join us in our game rooms to talk about it. Uh, so players of Bungie games have never backed down from a fight. We've banded together, uh, together to support survivors of floods, earthquakes, wildfires. You may even have a memento to com- com- commemorate the role you played in some of those initiatives. On this occasion, when it seems like the world needs help more than ever, we have an emblem to mark the Guardian in our community who choose to throw their lot in with our efforts. On Monday, we will reveal how you can earn this emblem to display proudly in-game. We'll talk about this charitable call to action, who will benefit, and the impact uh, that we will have together. Join us for the conversation, which is April 13th, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Bungie's Twitch account. Uh, So, they're doing this on my birthday. So... You'd be like, what, 22? Yeah, 22, yeah. Let's just go with that. <laughs> God, I wish I was 22. Fuck. I wasted my... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's for another another. My youth, it's been wasted. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> so Grandmaster Night Falls. In a few weeks, we'll debut a new difficulty selection for the uh, ordeal called Grandmaster. It will test your fire team's uh, coordination, communication, builds, and skill like no other activity. Here's a look at a few of the goals that we have approaching Grandmaster after we saw how the rest of the ordeal was received. So Grandmaster should build build on master difficulty, but will soon be significantly more challenging. Once you reach a certain bar, the challenge uh, should be found completely in perfecting your builds, uh, communication, and execution. The primary reward should be doled out on initial completion. Uh, the completion should be the primary metric for success rather than score or time in another inactivity metric like killing all champions. 
Uh, Grandmaster should stress the top end of build crafting, and Grandmaster should be watchable, which... Which we're trying to figure what in the world that meant, but... I think that might have just been, like, a joke bullet, and just meant, like, you can watch this, like, Maybe? uh... Like, you watch your favorite creators play this, like... Yeah, I don't... Uh, yeah, that I think it's know. a joke bullet. I'm just gonna take it like that. I'm not... I'm not gonna take it too seriously. Need to be wow. Yeah, so you need to be a power level of uh, 1,025, which is 15 power above the pinnacle cap, but will be 25 power below the activity, which will be set at a power level of 1050. I thought it was supposed to be 1060, but I guess that was wrong. Um, we're also going to have something similar to the contest mode we've introduced in Crown of Sorrow. You'll gain no extra advantage for being higher than 1025. You want it to require a mixture of pinnacle rewards and artifact power to get you prepared for this, but not make you feel like you had to put in a ton of extra hours overleveling the activity. Uh, yeah, that's that's crazy, dude. I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna be, I, I this is going to be tough. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're introducing some new modifiers along with uh, some familiar ones, including Extinguish, if your team wipes, it sends you back to orbit. Uh, limited revives. So you start with a small pool of shared team revives, and you get more every time you kill a champion. You don't want to spoil everything, so there are a few other wrinkles we'll let you discover when it goes live. This will sound like a worthy challenge so far, we hope it does, and as a reward, you'll have increased chances... <laughs> Of being awarded exotic armor and masterworking materials. Great. But the main draw of the mode is the new seal and title. Available beating each other Grandmaster ordeal strikes once the season. Uh, so once during the season. Conqueror. Uh, we want this to be one of the most challenging titles to get. But we want it to be approachable for anyone who tries to put in the time and dedication with their team during the giving season. Our Master Ordeal begins on April 21st. I mean, it sounds nice and challenging. Once again, I, I don't like necessarily that it potentially be like time-gated with this seal. Because, I, I mean, who knows if Grandmaster strikes will well, continue well, to be Well, he says, uh, it says, anyone who puts in the time and dedication... Uh, with their team during a given season, so I assume that's. Oh yeah, during a given. I thought it just said during yeah. the given season. So not during the given season, but a given season. That makes me. It makes it yeah. sound like it's going to be there yeah. in the future. Um, limited okay. revives. Uh, I guess I better not be too cocky in my gameplay style. I feel like year one D vets will be. Really, really like um, prepared. Prepared for this because we were kind of set with this. Obviously, we didn't really have the limited revives, which I kind of have like a love hate relationship with this move. Um, but I like the fact it also makes it because their main goal is just to beat the grandmaster. So like. It gives you a reason to kill the champions, but not instead of skipping them, since you don't really need to kill everything, just you need to complete it. So, like, 
that one champion, like, giving you that one more res could be, like, really huge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be tough. So, yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I have a love-hate relationship with that. Um, so, but I, I do like the fact that it definitely is gonna be uh, challenging. Mm-hmm. So, I... And I feel like I could be definitely <coughs> in the future be doing some Grandmaster Nightfall carries. Just because I feel like it's going to be a heck of a lot easier to find two other Guardians mm-hmm. than finding five Guardians. Mm-hmm. So, and I have been looking forward to this since the start of this season. So, yeah. It sounds like the only reward that you're going to get is just uh, increased chances of getting stuff instead of anything concrete, like getting something for doing it concrete. Um, yeah. And this is the only so, real thing there for you to get is the uh, is the title from this. So. Yeah. You either like it or you hate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think this will appeal to more of like hardcore endgame PvE side. Yeah. Um I'll I'll tell you what, I'll run more anything. I'll run more Grandmaster Nightfalls than I'll run trials. Oh easily. <laughs> I, no, I'm as I said, I've been keeping my eye on this. I've been kind of hoping that this is a nice experience for the rest of the season for me, but I guess we'll have to wait 12 more days. Alright, and uh, Sully's favorite game mode is coming back, Iron Banner. Woo. Damn right. I don't have to worry about the quests, though. I'm happy there. Just grind this out and get get the pinnacles, because uh going to need them so I can be 1025 for Grand Yeah, Master. I'm like 1018 right now. 1017. Maybe 10. I still haven't popped uh, my bounties from, <laughs> from getting... Getting these last 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 time they came around. Oh really? You might want yeah. to do. I'll do it before these before they come back. Um, all right. Uh, so that's gonna be coming back April fourteenth to the April twenty first. <clears throat> so uh, please welcome in the player support team with the latest unknown issues we're tackling. Uh, this is a report. So this is like their trials weekly report. Uh, so last week we released Destiny 2 Hotfix 2.8.0.2. As part of the hotfix, we resolved an issue of where trials of Osiris weekly challenges were not being reset properly. We believe the issue would be resolved later in the week than when trials of Osiris went live, but the issue persisted, causing players who didn't have their weekly challenge to not receive any rewards on their third, fifth, or seventh win. Uh, starting this Friday, April 10th, all players are expected to have their weekly challenge available to them when Trials of Osiris becomes active. Um, so, claim creation and editing. Players may notice that they are unable to create or edit their clans in Destiny 2. Uh, while we investigate this issue, players can still join or leave Destiny 2 clans at any time. Uh, PC crashing update. On Tuesday, we worked with Valve to issue a small update to Destiny 2 on Steam that should resolve any crashing issue uh, issue players have been receiving. The small update is also helping us to determine what is causing the Beaver error code to appear more frequently. 
So beaver error codes. Uh, since season of the worthy began, we have been seeing a significant increase in the following error codes: uh, anteater, beaver, beetle, and watercress. Uh, while we continue to investigate the cause of these error codes, we have implemented fixes that help reduce the number of beaver errors on Steam. But you can see illustrated in the chart below, we understand how frustrating and painful it can be to receive this or any error code, and we're working intensely on further mitigations. And I love how they have this chart, but there's nothing on the vertical line. Yeah, like you don't know like the terms of like numbers affected <laughs> stuff like it's like I could have made this chart and just like made all this stuff up. But yeah, I assume that they've they've had they found something that tried that reduced the number of it. Still pretty high though. Uh so known issues while we continue investigating, there's various known issues. Here is a list of issues that were reported to us in our help form. Fully upgrading any serif bunker sometimes doesn't unlock the associated war mines security triumph. This issue is expected to be resolved in their next update. War or nothing doesn't give platinum rewards if one of the unstoppable champions is killed by a train. Uh, <clears throat> the dynamic charge perk doesn't activate on symmetry if shot through Satan's ramparts uh, assisted assault barricade. Um... <laughs> Did you see that, by the way? The gif of uh, Unstoppable Champion getting destroyed by a train? I did not. It was pretty actually. sweet. It, you know the part where there's the two trains on the sides? And mm-hmm. you're supposed to like, run down and the train comes by. Anyways. Um, <laughs> the ogre got hit by a train and then that bounced it all the way to the other side of the tracks and got hit by another train. <laughs> I have to look it It was up. pretty funny. And the title of it was like, I didn't know trains had one-two punch or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I'll have Pretty to look funny. It up. Um, yeah, and then your videos of the week, and uh, that's it. Yep. And then also, they kind of go. You sent me the thing with DMG. Oh, oh. Is that a I just sent that because it- uh, I don't know. I saw it and I was like, oh, "Don't get your hopes up." Oh, for this yeah. TWAB? Oh, no, I didn't really expect anything from this TWAB. I don't really expect... I was going to kind of go... We'll kind of, like, answer some questions. Uh, but JD asked if... Uh, is Destiny 2 dying? Um, I still say, to this day, Destiny 2... It's probably... I think it's, it's better off than it was in D1 at this point. Just more a lot more to do. Um, but I wasn't really expecting to hear anything. I don't really expect to hear anything. Probably more towards the time end of May is I think when we'll kind of hear something. Around the time I would say probably E three was around, which was what middle of June. Yeah, like June twelfth or something. Yeah, so I think around end of May. The middle of June is, I think, when we'll hear some type of announcement in terms of, like, what we're going to see in the fall. And, you know, once that happens, that's going to generate a lot of buzz and a lot of hype. And then Destiny 2 player, actually, 
what was their player count last week? I think they're still in the millions, aren't they? Or like one point something million? I think so. You're just, you're just Not very that's Charlemagne, with right? uh, Destiny 2 tracker. I think Charlemagne just um, So, yesterday we had uh, 812,000 people playing Crucible. We had 990,000 playing PvE. So, we'll just say 900,000 people. Alright, I looked up uh, population with Charlemagne and uh, said overall 1.24 million. 1.1 1.1 million were in PvE. Crucible was 519,000. Gambit, 205,000. And Raids, 169,000. Does it have like a uh, total time? Probably not. Time for what? I just on how long people were on. Uh, no, like it, it doesn't frame. say that. This is uh, from yesterday's population count. And then this also shows that there are now 57,000 people playing Destiny PC. So. <clears throat> so I wouldn't say it's dying. Th- it had less players before it went free to play. So I still think like it's definitely in a better spot than it was back in the D1 days. I think for JD's sake, trying to remember that he had... He still had a lot to do in that time frame because, like, he had. <sighs> he got Destiny, I believe, shortly after Christmas in 2016. So, I mean, he had a lot of grinding to do because exotics were not easy to come by in Destiny. I'll was... say this, though. Um,. Destiny is a game that goes in waves. I think that's pretty much any MMO. Yeah, but that's something that people have to remind themselves of, is that Mm -hmm. you're going to have waves. It's kind of like being a wrestling fan. You'll you'll consume a whole lot, and then you'll stop, and you'll get sick and tired of it, and then you'll come back and get hooked again. Yep. So. And that's where I kind of bring up with the whole burnout issue. Uh, Somebody who did take a fairly long break. Um, sometimes it's best, I mean, to just kind of take some time away from the game. And, and especially for maybe a time right now where things aren't appealing to you, maybe not running raids again, or maybe Crucible, or just with all of the airs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's best to go and just play some other games, you know, um, that's what I did, um, and you also kind of learn when you're playing these other games. You start to see these other games have same issues as Destiny. I mean, I don't know how many times I've played, you know, playing Call of Duty, trying to party up with somebody, and we would just have... Some days would be super smooth, and then some days it was just a disaster, you know? Seen how other games struggle to also put out content. I mean, Division is a yeah. They're famous for of yeah, Destiny. They're famous for doing that. You know, 
you know, they struggle with content. I would say realistically, probably the best example that Destiny probably should follow is uh, Monster Hunter. I feel like Monster Hunter, from like the little bit I know about it, does probably the best content in terms of like a, I guess it's not really a loot shooter, but it's still like a loot style game. Yeah, uh, that'd be pretty interesting um, to have like, um, well, Destiny has a little bit of it where you're killing stuff and that stuff that you kill becomes part of your arsenal. Um, Destiny has like a little bit of it, like uh, Whisper of the Worm, but... but- but just in just in terms of like on how they present and do their content, I think Destiny should be kind of seen on how they do it. Because uh, I mean, I know after Shadowborn, like pretty sure the entire year's content is free, um, and I know it really focuses on in-game activities. So. Mm-hmm. But I do know that that's just kind of probably their best competitor. Because, I mean, if you look at Division, I mean, Division, I think, puts out a really good game. But they really struggle on putting out content after <coughs> post-launch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know. I, mean, I would say maybe Monster Hunter would be another competitor. But even still, like that's kind of tough to say because one's Hack and Slash and the other one. Is a shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Borderlands would be kind of, I guess, another competitor. I don't. That one was really tough because they don't really have like raids. They don't. They don't have raids. They so... do have uh, something similar to like a nightfall kind of. But like, even right now, they're like they're slowly putting out new content, but like. The game is what not even a year old. Yeah, it came out the, uh, like last year, or October or something. And it's still like you don't really see the number player base. Like you don't even hear a lot about you it. You see in yeah. Destiny, but like obviously it's not necessarily a live world like Destiny is. And then Anthem. It, I mean, <laughs> do we have to say anything about Anthem? Anthem. <laughs> That's him. Oh, actually, I don't know why this got me to think about this, but Stadia is free for free, two, free right for two months. Yeah. Um. So if you're looking to go flawless, this might be your time. Oh shit! Let's get the clan going. <laughs> Let's get the clan going. I saw, I saw that on. I saw that on last break. I was just like, oh man, that actually might be really good. Let's get six Let's get of us uh, to JD. Let's get Ninja in here. <laughs> Zaddy. <laughs> so, yeah, I saw that and I was just like, man, that's. I, I think it's maybe a reason I thought about it is just just how fast Stadia. Oh my god, be, that'd be. Oh my god, we have to do that this weekend. <laughs> All you need is a Chrome browser, uh-huh. right? Like. You... Yeah, I think so. I don't really right. know. I need um, to take a look into. It. We'll talk about it on the games cast, but. Uh... Yeah, and then Zach and Cheese asks, uh, "Did you side?" I actually kind of like this question. Did you sign side with the Drifter or the Vanguard? We've answered this Why? question before. Yes, Did we, we have. But, uh, I would say probably. I mean, I did both. Just I mean, yeah, of course. 
But it, but if it was I Vanguard for really me. had to choose. Yeah. yeah, if I really had to choose, like if it was me <coughs> choosing, I would do Vanguard. Um, <clears throat> sorry, let me clear my throat before I talk some more. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I chose Vanguard because I'm not a sellout. Um, <laughs> I work for the people. Uh, I am the people's champion. Um, hey. <laughs> Uh, but no, um, so, I don't know, Vanguard's decided the good, they're protecting the people of the city, like, that's the whole point of the, being a friggin' guardian, um, but, is it, <laughs> I'm not gonna be a warlord, okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna be a hunter where I just run around, like, run away, maybe, and never come back, maybe, maybe we are truly the darkness, no, the traveler's bad. Look, look at the ships. They're giant, evil Doritos. Yeah, they're Doritos. Everybody <laughs> loves Doritos, especially the Corridge. If if the darkness is Doritos, what is the light? <laughs> like around, it's a round white ball. So what else is that? Is it a jawbreaker? I don't know. Uh, a white ball. I mean, I guess it would be. Um, really no, can't well. So maybe a uh. Oh, uh, what's it called? I I can't remember. Mm. Maybe I, I can't remember what they're called. Are you Team Dorito or Team Jawbreaker? Yeah. I'd be Team Dorito, honestly. Um. Anyways, the real reason I I stuck with um Vanguard after like for my third pick is because uh <coughs> I got enhancement cores, and Drifter didn't give me enhancement cores, so screw him. The best, yeah, like, who, like, from your main character, like, which actually, I think for my, actually, my main character, which is my warlock, I picked the drifter, but that was because I swapped my main at the time, but I did Vanguard yeah. with my hunter at the time, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'd rather just choose with the Vanguard. Mm-hmm. I, I think the drifter's a great NPC, but yeah, he can be kind of, I think, sketchy. Yeah. He's the guy that your mom warns you about, and he like yes. he wears a trench coat. So, yes. probably has a van. Yeah, don't tr- and it probably says free candy on the side, and then it's not candy; probably. it's just Doritos Worst by the river. It's just no, it's just yeah. moats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has a bunch of candy moats. Yeah, that's how he lures you into his cave mm-hmm. with a bunch of candy. Okay, moats. I think we're done here. Uh, <laughs> so Sully, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter, and Instagram at Sully <laughs> underscore underscore. And you can find me, your host Thomas, on Twitter, CSG Thomas. Always here at K and Play Stuff. I'm putting together a stream schedule. Stop being lazy and getting on that. Um, boy. You can check us out at charshot.com for audio, video, and written content. We are also available on iTunes. Stitcher, anywhere you can get podcasts. Uh, just subscribe, get that downloaded automatically to your phone. Um, you can email me, thomas at charshot.com. And till then, Guardians, eyes down. All right.